Intravenous fluids. Crystalloid fluids are a subset of intravenous solutions that are frequently used in the clinical setting. Crystalloid fluids are the first choice for fluid resuscitation in the presence of hypovolemia, hemorrhage, sepsis, and dehydration. Other clinical applications include acting as a solution for intravenous medication delivery, delivering maintenance fluid in patients with limited or no enteral nutrition, blood pressure management, and increasing diuresis to avoid nephrotoxic drug or toxin-mediated end organ damage. While normal saline is the most frequently used crystalloid fluids, many other formulations can provide improved clinical outcomes in specific patient populations. Other commercially available crystalloid fluids include lactated ringers, or also known as Hartman solutions, acetated buffered solution, acetate and lactated buffered solution, acetate and gluconate buffered solution, 0.45 normal saline hypotonic solution, also known as half normal saline, 3% sodium chloride hypertonic solution, 5% dextrose in water, 10% dextrose in water. Mechanism of action. A crystalloid fluid is, is an aqueous solution in mineral salts or other small water-soluble molecules. Most commercially available crystalloid solutions are isotonic, isotonic to human plasma. These fluids approximate concentrations of various solutes found in plasma and do not exert an osmotic effect in vivo. Crystalloid fluids function to expand extravascular volume without disturbing ion concentration or causing significant fluid shifts between intracellular, intravascular, and interstitial spaces. Hypertonic solutions such as 3% saline solutions can contain higher concentrations of solutes than those found in human serum. Because of this discrepancy in concentration, these fluids are osmotically active and will cause fluid shifts. Their primary indication is for emergent replacement of serum solutes such as hyponatremia with neurologic symptoms. Buffered solutions contain molecules that metabolize in vivo to bicarbonate. These solutions were designed to sustain a normal physiological plasma pH. The three commonly used molecules are lactate, acetate, and gluconate. Lactate and gluconate are hepatically metabolized into bicarbonate while acetate is predominantly metabolized peripherally by skeletal muscle. Administration. Crystalloid fluids are administered parenterally via an intravenous infusion. Infusion rates depend on the clinical presentation and indication for administration. Fluid resuscitation. In acute setting, the clinical situation may indicate a rapid infusion of crystalloid fluids. Such cases require a pressure apparatus to the bag to achieve a higher infusion rate. In this clinical setting, large-bore intravenous cannulas should help ensure the safe administration of high fluid volumes. Fluids should be administered preferably via large-bore peripheral lines or through central access, which may be used to deliver blood products if required. Maintenance fluids. The fluid requirements of patients were determined to be related to a patient's caloric demand by doctors Holliday and Seeger in 1957. Since this time, their initial formula has been modified to provide clinicians with guidance for administering maintenance crystalloid infusions. The mass-based formula uses what is known as the 4-2-1 rule. 0 to 10 kilograms is, is plus 4 milliliters per kilogram per hour. 
10 to 20 kilograms is plus 2 milliliters per kilogram per hour. Greater than 20 kilograms is 1 milliliter per kilogram per hour. So example, a 100 kilogram patient would get 20 kilograms, 40 plus 20 milliliters per hour, plus 80 kilograms, 80 plus 80 milliliters an hour, equals 140 milliliters per hour. Additional formulas for fluid administration have been developed for specific clinical scenarios, such as the Parkland formula for fluid replacement for burn patients. Adverse effects. Volume expansion with crystalloid fluids may cause iatronic, iatrogenic fluid overload. The risk of this, of this complication particularly elevated in patients with impaired kidney function, acute kidney injury, chronic kidney disease, etc., and these patients should therefore receive treatment with judicious use of intravenous fluids. Patients with congestive heart failure are at an elevated risk for serious uh, adverse effects of crystalloid fluid administration. Fluid overload could cause life-threatening pulmonary edema and worsening of diastolic or systolic heart failure, leading to end-organ damage or even death. It is vital for the clinician to monitor these patients carefully and administer the minimum required volume to maintain volume homeostasis. Normal saline, 0.9% saline. Normal saline has a higher concentration of chloride ions than in the human serum. With the administration of large volumes of normal saline, hyperchloremia occurs. While there is still some debate on the exact mechanisms of pH disturbance, the thinking is that the increase in chloride concentration adjusts the substantial ion difference in plasma, resulting in more free water in the intravascular space. As a result, the hydrogen ion concentration in serum would increase to maintain electrochemical neutrality. Excessive renal uh, bicarbonate excretion can occur resulting in metabolic acidosis. The dilution of serum bicarbonate through a non-buffered crystalloid such as normal saline may also contribute to acidosis. Besides metabolic acidosis, clinical research has shown that high volumes of normal saline can cause hyperchloremia induced renal afferent arterial constriction, which can cause a decrease in glomerular filtration rate. Acetate-buffered crystalloid solutions have been the subject of much debate in medical literature. Studies performed on dogs have shown that even small volumes of acetate-containing crystalloids can significantly increase the serum concentration of acetate to 10 to 40 times the physiologic level. Some suggest that acetate may potentiate hemodynamic instability by decreasing both myocardial contractility and blood pressure. Unlike acetate-buffered solutions, lactated crystalloid fluids have the potential to induce hyperglycemia. Lactate is a metabolically active compound that is utilized during glucogenesis to produce glucose. Hence, excessive administration of lact lactated crystalloids may be of concern in patients with diabetes. Contraindications Patients who are fluid overload should not receive crystalloid fluids. Special care is prudent when administering fluids to patients with congestive heart failure or those with significant renal impairment. Hypertonic saline is contraindicated in all clinical settings except patients with severe hyponatremia and neurologic sequelae. Rapid correction of hyponatremia may cause central pontine myelinosis, a devastating neurological condition. Hypotonic solutions are also contraindicated in patients with or at risk of developing cerebral edema. Crystalloids containing potassium, lactated ringer solution, Hartman solution, etc. are extremely contraindicated in patients with hyperkalemia. 
since these may exacerbate their condition, which in turn can lead to ventricular dysrhythmias. Clinicians should avoid using crystalloids containing dextrose. Ringer's lactate solution contains calcium ions. Calciums can induce coagulation of blood products in the IV tubing and therefore inhibit their effective delivery. In patients who require a blood transfusion, blood products should utilize a separate IV setup. Monitoring. Patients should undergo assessment for signs and symptoms of dehydration and fluid overload. Indications that a patient may receive inadequate volume include elevated lactate and creatinine concentrations in the absence of an alternative cause. The urine output also requires monitoring. An ideal urine output target of 0.5 milliliters per kilogram per hour indicates adequate hydration but may not be useful to assess volume status in patients with renal impairment. To monitor for fluid overload, patients at high risk of developing this complication should receive frequent re-evaluation. Providers should assess for new or worsening crackles. These sounds may indicate pulmonary edema secondary to fluid volume overload. Additionally, any new worsening peripheral edema in the extremities is also a potential indication of excessive crystalloid fluid administration. In patients receiving hypertonic saline for severe hyponatremia with neurologic sequelae, Frequent neurologic checks are necessary to assess clinical improvement. Such monitoring can also help identify worsening neurologic function as a potential indicator of cerebral edema or central pontine myelinosis. Patients receiving large volumes of crystalloid fluid should be monitored for electrolyte imbalances caused by crystalloid fluid administration.